Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the famously unpasteurized and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here again with you. It's time for a good old Natter with an international flavour. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from it all. Yep, a good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember though, you can listen to all these shows again. Yep, they're all safe here's podcasts at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, everything, I mean you too. Come on, it's time for the Ned Natter Show, and you can't miss this. <laughs> this week on the Ned Natter Show from Florida, we've had another crazy week. Only this time I've been getting a bit philosophical. Yeah, I did that. You need to remember, I've been dealing with high inflation for years. In fact, I don't even remember a day when the wife wasn't inflating. Either way, you're just going to love me always perpendicularly packed show. More so when we take a look at those other crazy regular features and callers from around the world too. Here at Two Medicine Farm, or what's now loosely referred to as Nednats Florida Island, we've had a very odd week indeed. Yep, added to that, me hay fever has kept me indoors more than usual and because I haven't been doing my usual day-to-day things, I've been dwelling a bit and having more than my usual bout of philosophical moments. You know, I just have the urge to stop the clock some days. You know, hold everything, you know. Yep, whilst everybody seems to be longing for Friday, I'm longing for a few extra hours in every day. To be honest, yeah. It's like the years running through my fingers like sand and there never seems to be nothing I can do. Yeah, well, other than just taping over the wife's mouth and shoving me mother old nan into an old folks home, I suppose. Yeah. But you know, that'll cause a bunch of problems too. Yeah, no matter how tempting it might be. <laughs> For one, the wife's got more than just one alloy round here. Yeah, and more so with the mother-in-law back in residence. Oh dear, yep, Satan troglodyte, the dreaded creature from a murky swamp near you. Mm, she causes me <laughs> no end of problems and ends up having me dodging the house altogether. You know, I can't even stand the sight of her, yep, let alone being under the same roof as the vicious old bird. <laughs> Twice as large and four times as angry, I say, yep, that's... <laughs> Just about sums her up in one line. Oh dear, she arrived last week to help with the wife Elsie's still firmly and supposedly ill state of affairs. But you know, she's still eating too. Add to that the doctor visited two days ago and threatened to weigh the wife. (laughs) You know, if the farm forklift was working, he'd have succeeded too. On the other hand, the poor guy wasn't expecting a confrontation with the M.I.L. either. No, Satan soon frightened him off. See, he started out his medical career as a pathologist, yeah. Which was, so, you know, he's kind of used to seeing ugly, decaying specimens on the slab in front of him. But, you know, he'd never seen one standing right upright and on two feet before. Yeah, waddling towards him. That's right, waddling. The mother-in-law's body is like that of an angry, overstuffed, featherless goose. Only this one lacks the regular beak and possesses an ugly head with a huge mouthful of vile-looking venomous teeth surrounded by enough salivation to have you calling for a rabies shot. <laughs> well, when in reality you'd rather just shoot. Yeah, that's... 
It's the answer to uh, anything, in it? And awkward questions can always be dealt with later. You know, <laughs> far safer. And nobody would blame you for that spur-of-the-moment decision either. <laughs> On the other hand, the wife's best buddy beyond it. That's beyond it, Brandy Shaw Washington, or BBW Friends. Yep, another full-time, fully-paid-up member of the Feed Me Too movement. She's planning on tying the knot with skinny old Frank the Stuffer fan next week. It's going to be a simple affair at the courthouse. Yeah, well, outside actually, beyond it won't fit through the old walkthrough scanner they got there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's a courthouse affair because Frank's an atheist. Hmm, which is rather a breath of fresh air, I must say, here in the South. Beyond it, on the other hand, used to be a regular churchgoer, but once she got divorced, she swapped the church for... Walmart and one of the better known fast food places in town. Oh, you can really see the difference it's made in her life. Well, to a waistline, of course. But, you know, it's a waistline that interests her new hubby the most. For some reason, though, everyone around here seems to think that Two Medicine Farm is some kind of private event centre and they're keen to have the after party right here. Mm. Naturally, we've all been invited to the courthouse event. You know, I think I'm going to be busy that day. <laughs> After all, they've got a flower garden outside, so blaming me hay fever is nice and easy. Yep, a lucky escape indeed. <laughs> Either way, they paid for the marriage licence and had the choice of waiting for three days or to go on a kind of premarital course up front. So they decided to wait for a week. Yeah, Frank reckons the course is only going to tell him what they already know. Hmm. He's been divorced three times already and beyond it's been divorced once. I get the feeling they both know a lot already yeah, about divorce. <laughs> oh well, all I can say is I wish I'd had the option for a few days wait before getting hitched to the wife. You know. Yeah, I really needed a cooling off period too. Add to that. I'd have had time to hide the wife's father's shotgun, for one. Yeah, as the years drift by, things just got worse, you know. I mean, she started shaving a few years back. Mm. No, not her legs. No, 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 she can't uh, reach her. <laughs> I'm talking about her face, and I find that kind of troubling, you know. Of course, I gave up drinking shortly after that life-changing event. No, the, I mean the marriage, not the shaving part, yeah. So now I don't make rash decisions anymore with an adult brain. Yep, I'm fully responsible for all me screw-ups now. <laughs> yep, including allowing me decrepit mother old nan floor and roof space. <laughs> it's not so much of a bad decision though really, no, no, no. It's uh, more of a serious regret. Mm. We've had her in our home now for over 15 years. Yep, it does sound more like a life sentence, doesn't it? <laughs> But leaving me regular farmhouse trolls and tribulations for a while. If you recall, I gave a part-time job to one of me neighbour old Rush's buddies. Yep, yeah, that's Clarence Kukowski. Yeah, it does sound a bit painful, doesn't it? But he's a yeah, 70-year-old veteran, short-sighted too, with a private arsenal of weapons, you know. His only job here is to keep people out of me cabbages, particularly the old UFO and conspiracy mob we had round a little while ago. So far, things have been quieter after Clarence's approach to shoot anything that moves came into effect, yeah. <laughs> Believe me, it's like being a pin in a bowling alley near me back fence right now. Mm. This week, 
he winged more than me fence post too. Yeah, he's put Ding Dang's family poaching operation right on hold, <laughs> winged two ATVs and cut a power pole in half using some of his heavier artillery. He told me it was acting suspiciously near the corner of the field. Yep, the power pole that is here. <laughs> and to that, I had to put Clarence on hold too while the electric folks came out to replace it and restore power. Damage is one thing, you know, but deaths are another. So they say it pays to always call before you dig because of potential underground hazards. Well, Clarence is what you'd call an above ground hazard and far more lethal. <laughs> Whilst on the subject, complete disasters though, the sale of the nearby farm to Georgia peanut farmer, that's Peter the peanut guy, who reckons he has the cleanest nuts in Georgia, and now he's got his organically grown nuts growing here in Florida, just right near my farm, at what he calls Ice Boy Nuts Ranch. Mm. He had a major setback last week though, when old Rush's cows breached the fence. Yeah, they ate and trampled loads of his little peanut plants. Add to that, He's not quite the friendly neighbour after all and has served Rush with a lawsuit for the damage. <laughs> oh dear, Rush has already told me there's a good chance it's all just one big conspiracy to draw away attention from what's really going on at Peter's nut farm. <laughs> I think it's time Rush examined all his fences more carefully, don't you? <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. By the way, and away from the troubles of protecting your property from unwanted visitors and the like, I've got a new little feature on my show this week, and it's called Dolly's Dates. Before you ask, no, fortunately, me daughter, young Dolly, is not dating yet. Either way, when she does finally get into that bad habit, <laughs> I'll be getting me private arsenal organised too. Yep, actually, added to that, I'd say background checks, urine samples, psychometric tests, and a full DNA research assessment. Yeah, that will be in order, won't it? Oh dear, I digress. Anyway. No, she's not dating, but she's always quoting. So I decided to harness her endless stream of chatter in one direction and have her tell us about a memorable date from the past each week. So here goes. This week, Dolly reminds us that this week in 1536... Anne Boleyn was beheaded. Mm. Whilst in 1881, the Red Cross was established. Yep, a bit late for poor old Anne, I'd say, yeah. Now that's what you'd really call some kind of serious medical emergency there. Yep, it'd take more than a few stitches, wouldn't it? See, old King Henry VIII of England just had a unique way with women, didn't he? Yep, forget divorce, just lop off their heads. <laughs> it's cleaner, more efficient, and you never get nagged ever again. He even got to subcontract the murder. Yeah, well, you can't really call it an execution, can you? It's more like uh, organising a hit, but letting everybody know you've done it. Yep, even inviting a few folks to watch it. Maybe. Anyway, thanks, Dolly. We'll keep all those dates in mind. <laughs> that, of course, brings me, well, rapidly, I'd say, to someone else who subcontracts just about everything she doesn't want to do herself. Except, of course, for the witchcraft, yeah. She does that from the comfort of her old rocking chair. 
Yep, naturally or even unnaturally, I've got me almost antique 95-year-old mother, old Nan, a possible distant relative of Henry VIII, I'd say, right here on the front. <laughs> on the other hand, Nan's best gambling drinking buddy. That's Tsuko Suzuki. Yep, geez me, doy brother, black sheep family, Nelson Nat's wife from Beverly Hills sets her upside as now 103-year-old grandmother. Yep, another long-lasting specimen. Anyway, as you know, they both love to smoke, drink and gamble. Well, this week, to prove a point after last week's heavy losses on the derby, old Nan's getting fully embroiled. Or maybe just overboiled about horse racing. Mm. She's got an account and a credit card, and that's enough to spread the cash over a bunch of new wages. <laughs> the worst part of her plan is those slow walks over to see the pet pig, old Bill. Yep. It's always a last minute bet, too, but she's now fully convinced he can pick the winners, all right. Trouble is, old Nan is not what you call a likeable person. And the three-time lightning strike survivor old Bill is sensitive to what you'd call the aura of a person. Well, maybe young Alice reckons auras come with a wide spectrum of colours too. On the other hand, what kind of aura would you expect to see over the head of a miserable whiskey-breathed old crow smoking like a chimney, waving a smartphone in your face and barking agitated orders at you? I suppose if you see it from the pig's perspective, it's an ugly sight indeed, isn't it? So I was wondering how much the old hag would lose this week. Oh dear. <laughs> this is Ned Matter here with the Ned Matter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Anyway, thinking of hideous nightmares like me rather bizarre moaning old mother and her proclivities i'm still having those really weird dreams they've returned with a vengeance like never before add to that the weirdest ones always arrive when i'm having a nice nap never in bed this time though i'd settle down on my back deck in a comfortable lounger mm, very nice i soon drifted off to sleep under the wonderful new moon it wasn't long <laughs> before i slipped into a nightmare <laughs> yep it's all that chatter about old Nan's gambling that did it. There I was, watching the Kentucky Derby all over again. Only this time, there wasn't an horse in sight. No, only pigs in the running. <laughs> Which wasn't all that bad, really, until I noticed me poor pet old Bill with old Nan sitting on his back, hitting him with a metal termite-proof walking stick and riding him hard towards the finish line. A nightmare in every possible way. All I could hear over the cheers of the spectators and the voice of the commentator was old Nan's hideous old voice. Come on, I need a win. If we don't get it in first, you're bacon. <laughs> I woke with a nasty start. An unpleasant feeling, and there in front of me was the old hag. The poor old pig on a tight leash. Nan was balancing on her walking stick and calling out the names of the runners over and over. Poor Bill was terrified. Yep, it wasn't just the bacon suggestion, it was a hideous, miserable old wrinkled face bearing down on him too. Oh dear. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. 
On the other hand, still on the subject of bad dreams, me scruffy fireman Ding Dang spent the week still working on the alphabet. Yep, the alphabet, well, I'll say something, he's persevered in readiness for the next sheriff's traffic stop. (laughs) He can find his way all the way up to the letter O now. Hmm, yep, a big improvement from H, but still not quite there, Ding Dang. Oh no, just another O (laughs) from me. Yep. Oh dear. But despite the drama of acting stupid when he already is, I've still got that unforgettable little feature on my show. So here's Ding Dang Southern quote. He's about as useful as a steering wheel on a mule. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear, he reckons his closest relative, Elrod Dang, is absolutely no help with learning the alphabet. Oh no. Elrod doesn't even get above the letter A. A. See, he's almost deaf, and every time you say anything to Elrod, he always answers A. Yeah, A. And I'm always ready to say B. (laughs) This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Well, next up I've got Ned's sagacious moment for you. I might not be a serious old sage, but I've got time to think and I like the idea of sharing my thoughts with you, me lovely listeners. So, moving on from farm life in general for a minute, I've spent a few hours this week questioning tattoos. (laughs) Although it's a personal decision, you know, a bit like the plastic surgery I mentioned last time. Add to that, one of my previous callers mentioned some recent research on folks regretting them too you know i just wanted to have a little word on what's troubling me right now see away from the regular regrets like the name of an ex or the now almost unpleasantly infamously named tramp stamp all i see is folks going too far today without considering tomorrow yep it might all look great when you're 19 years old supple and happy but can you imagine what they look like when you get to the old age of old nan <laughs> that wonderful tattoo on her right breast <laughs> will now be somewhere near your navel that superb thigh tattoo is going to be tucked into your sock where nobody will see it anymore and the one on your hand is going to look like someone has inked it on a wrinkly latex exam glove yep i'm thinking the worst maybe but is anyone else really thinking about the inevitable long-term consequences of aged, tattooed skin? So for me, it's a big oh dear all round. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Well, me blind neighbour old Lonnie and new to swinger old Fred's home is still the, I'd say the oddest venue in North Florida, isn't it? For the swingers party every Saturday night. It's called, do you know Fred? Sometimes I really wish I didn't. It's the same thing every week, though. Bring a bottle, bring your wife or girlfriend and a potluck dish for the free-flowing buffet. Old Fred, he mingles with the swingers and that's his own version of a potluck experience, whilst old Lonnie just eats the free food and dodges the guests all round, which this week included one of his 
absolute favourites here. Yeah. Possum, yam and gravy. Oh what worries me though is whether the possum is actually dead when he cooks it or whether it's just plain dead instead. <laughs> so when Saturday finally rolled around, Fred told me this week's theme was the Undertaker's and Body Snatcher's Party. <laughs> yeah. Fred hopes to attract a mixed bunch of swingers all right, but this week Fred was overrun with stiffs. <laughs> yep, most of his guests are bad enough, but this time it looked as if someone had actually buried him and then dug him up again in time for Fred's party. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, I'd already headed home pretty fast too. <laughs> Well, on the family front, when she's not complaining about, well, just pick a subject and she complains. Me 95-year-old, rather old Nan, the miserable old crew herself, has a little feature on me show. Yeah, old Nan remembers. Oh dear, it's a little bout of what's professionally termed reminiscence therapy. <laughs> this time, old Nan remembers another of our long-lost relatives. Yeah, perhaps long-lost for a very good reason, I'll tell you. We got far too many of them hideous relatives tucked away. Anyway, it was a memory about me great-great-uncle Colin, the compass maker, Death. Yet, with a name like Death, you can already see disaster on the horizon, but on the other hand, the horizon is fairly straight by comparison. Well, from a distance anyway. Oh dear, see, Death's old nan's maiden name. They say dear to make it sound better, but I always call him the Deaths. It makes everything very nice and clear up front. <laughs> so, back to great-great-uncle Colin, the compass maker, Death. Another very heavy drinker, and I think I shouldn't have mentioned the horizon back there. See, long before the modern aids to navigation came along, compasses were essential. But with a Death in charge of the manufacturing and calibration, there's bound to be trouble in there. Alignment trouble, that is. See, if you don't know, you're north from your south, or you're east from your west, you're in deep trouble. Or maybe I should say in deep water and heading towards that aforementioned horizon. Yeah, oh dear. <laughs> Colin Death had it all figured. Yeah, backwards and inside out, I suppose. <laughs> one afternoon, he made the mistake of taking one of his own compasses to sea aboard his little sailing yacht. He was never seen again. A great day for mariners everywhere. <laughs> oh dear, another dubious death to cross off that endless list. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, that lovely tiny old music means it's time again me book reviews. Yep, I get me hands on a few and I feature them right here on my show. Just remember, I've got a great system here. Yep, if a book's shite, it goes on me composty. Sometimes if it's really bad, you have to burn it. <laughs> Middle of row books go in me giveaway charity box and the good or reasonable ones usually stay on me farm library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear for you. <laughs> Okay then, this week I've ended up with just one book and it's called Rapid Weight Loss Horror Stories by Something Missing Junior. You know, this is one of the oddest books I've ever featured and it deals with, as the title says, weight loss. But when you start reading it, you soon learn it's a real horror. 
I was going to give it to the wife, but uh, she definitely not find it very funny. No, either way, there's some real gems tucked away in there. I can't decide if it's a twisted self-help guide for idiots, just a horror story, or simply ridiculous. Let me give you a few examples anyway, though. Uh, there's the uh, £400 man who lost £160 in 38 seconds. <laughs> it's incredible, but it's what's also loosely called a chainsaw accident. Then there's the woman who lost £200 in three seconds. Yep, she stopped her car on the railroad crossing and ended up half the person she used to be. <laughs> well, finally, uh, what's this one here? Yep, the man who lost £50 in a mere two seconds. Yep, trying to free up his choked wood chipper. <laughs> okay, I think I'll leave it there. <laughs> it sounds pretty good, isn't it? So, you know, I'm giving this book away to charity. Why? Well... I think it'll tempt fate here on the farm library shelf. <laughs> well, me lovelies, that's all on me book review feature this time around. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. i got a listener favourite coming up right now. Yep, me anomalies from around the world feature. This time, we're staying right here in the US and North Dakota, and you'll be glad to hear it's not another tasteless, distasteful, rotten foodie one. Oh no, we're looking at some odd things close to home over the next few weeks. So back to North Dakota and the annual Redneck Relay. Something me fireman Ding Dong loves to hear about. On the other hand, while some folks use the term redneck as an insult, Every year, North Dakota celebrates it with uh, watermelon racing, corn tossing and beer spitting. Hmm. Of course, that's all in with the big trucks and hunting too. Yep, redneck heaven, I'd say. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, now we're heading to England. Yep, see, I got a call from Nigel Ponce, the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. Me brother Young Buck skipped the USA and manages Ponce's old farm on his rambling estate. After living in Pennsylvania for 15 years, Buck naturally picked up plenty of American expressions and he really enjoys confusing Ponce with them. <laughs> Ponce has to call me for an explanation. See, he hasn't got the internet in the manner. Just good old-fashioned manners. So how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning me special feature right here on the Lenat Show? It's called American for Foreigners. After all, Ponce finds most regular phrases and sayings foreign. Oh dear, well, here goes American for Foreigners with me arrogant British aristocratic contributor. <laughs> First up, though, here's his latest voicemail message. You have messages. Well, hello, Ned. Nigel Ponce calling you from England. Yes, I'm still at death's door with the gout. But I'm using this rather wonderful wireless telephone so I can still speak to you when I'm flat on my back with one leg in the air. Anyway, your brother Buck said that he's getting a Kentucky waterfall. It does sound absolutely ridiculous. 
because I haven't a clue. All I want to know is whether he can actually create a waterfall when all my land is as flat as a pancake. Anyway, he's really lost me on this one, old chap, so perhaps you could call me back, Ned, and let me know. Thank you so much. Goodbye. <laughs> Oh, you know, I just love the way he introduces himself and my voicemail as if I actually know someone else who sounds just like him. <laughs> anyway, let me translate it for you, Nigel. This time Buck says that he's getting a Kentucky waterfall. Of course, you think Buck's deliberately confusing you. Well, this is a very weird expression in a way, you know, but totally different from what you'd imagine. See, it has nothing at all to do with your land, Nigel. It's just another way of saying he's getting a, his hair cut. Yet this time into what's called a mullet. Hair on top and at the back, but nothing on the sides. <laughs> just like one of those mullets swimming in your pond, Nigel. And to be honest, they have much in common with me brother Buck too, yeah. <laughs> they go up and down all day, scraping the surface with their mouths open wide with nothing else to do. <laughs> Either way, I hope that makes some kind of sense to you, Nigel. Add to that, we all hope you'll be up and feeling a lot better soon. <laughs> this is Ned Matter here with the Ned Matter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. I headed over to me and political commentator neighbour old Russia's Stonewall Jackson Farm again this week to listen to a lot of hot air and gas. Yep, he's the guy with about the same size carbon footprint as your average coal mine. Add to that, it's all in snippet size instalments. Yep, with a weak bladder, Rush is always rushing off, poor old mucker. <laughs> this week, Rush had left a message with his ranch manager. Yep, he's away for two weeks. Yep, a trip to see the trouble and strife in Tennessee. Oh dear. Why do I hear such a mass sigh of relief out there? <laughs> anyway, for some strange reason, Rush's wife actually wants to see him. Maybe she really enjoys being tortured by his endless, boring rhetoric, or perhaps she's finally asking him for that divorce. We won't know until he gets back. Well, if he doesn't come back, we'll just have to assume she's decided against the divorce after all. That's right, and I had a contract killer instead. <laughs> <laughs> After all, when you've spent 30 years listening to complaints about Democrats, gas prices and the weather, you'd have to assume desperate measures might be the only answer to a peaceful life. <laughs> Add to that, the only time we get any reprieve is when he excuses himself again with that standard statement. That's right, it's a great excuse to bail early. Gotta go. Oh dear, Rush has always gotta go. And flush. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me lovely neighbour, young Alice Jones, invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and fair trade coffee sit-down. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Young Alice was annoyed in this week. Yep, Mercury is still in retrograde. Add to that, she put her head out to see the beautiful full supermoon and ended up witnessing another kind. Yep, a full moon that is. Me fireman Ding Dang with his pants and shorts around his ankles. 
Oh dear. His excuse was he was looking for a deer tick that had crawled up his leg and disappeared. Yep, the ticks around here have very poor taste indeed. <laughs> On the other hand, Alice reminded me of how we should all take more notes of the wonders of nature and baffled me again with this really bizarre statement right out of the blue. Carpenter ants swap their spit with each other. Yep, added to that. They have special chemicals in their spit, which helps with food storage and even protects them from disease. Some of the ants even sacrifice their own health to help the colony keep thriving. Yeah, real teamwork there, yeah. Anyway, as always, Alice's coffee, cake and company was reliably nice. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, me lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you, me listeners. Yep, I've got it all here on the Ned Natter Show. <laughs> well, this week I got a last-minute call from Andrew in Atlanta. Yeah, he called me to chat about this really interesting story. Yep, a bear dar. <laughs> it's not what you think, although I reckon sometimes it might come in handy. I want me swing a neighbour old Fred's parties. <laughs> I digress a bit there, don't I? But back to our caller. You know, he says this so-called bear named, I suppose, based on the word radar, is a kind of artificial intelligence programmed early warning system for a town in Canada with polar bear problems. Yep. When a bear approaches the town in search of food, trouble or even both, this system sets off an alarm. The idea is to help prevent the old polar bear human punch-ups. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> you know, I wonder if anyone's perfected the mother-in-law dar. I'd be definitely interested in buying one of them for sure. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. The dubious Command agent 50% is lining me up with a new ad this week and he's got something really odd this time around. <laughs> oh dear, I did say odd, didn't I? <laughs> I'll give me agent credit for coming up with something highly original though. Anyway, here goes. Here at Old Crow to Bird of Paradise Inc. doing businesses you can't make it Fake It Enterprises, we've got our annual sale going on right now. Just go to our website today at oldcrow to birdofparadise.net and find our latest offerings at bargain prices. That's right, we keep it real here. Just upload your latest photo to our secure online cloud server today and we'll transform your looks in just 24 hours. Yep, fast turnaround, forget phone filters and other fakery. Send it to us and we'll turn you from a horror to a princess overnight and without an unpleasant frog in sight. <laughs> yeah, so we are the experts in age regression. You'll definitely look your best tomorrow, but wait, that's not all. Our national sales manager, I Got Fixed the Third, has a special offer and just for Ned Nat Show listeners. Yep, with every purchase this week only, he'll throw in our special Take an Extra 10 Years Off package for free yeah and you can't be a deal like that can you so visit us today and remember that more if you can't make it just fake it 
You know, I wasn't expecting that one at all. It's what we used to call lipstick on a pig. Well, I suppose if old Bill picks a winner, old Nan might kiss him on the snout. <laughs> anyway, as you know, here at Two Medicine Frown, we've got more than our fair share of fakers. My mother, old Nan, has learned how to use the apps on her phone and her photo makes her look like an airbrushed crow. <laughs> The wife Elsie and beyond it have been faking it for years and you ought to know I just don't care. Oh no, after all, I get to see them all up close and personal, don't I? Yep, and you've heard the expression, laying it on thick. Well, can't even fix their flaws with plaster, particle board and a bag of quicksetting cement. Oh dear. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. And whichever way you dice it, this show is unpasteurised and unfiltered. But that's all, me lovelies, and on that note, we better go. So until next time, remember, farm are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Shite matters. Without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays won't be much fun. <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at nednatter.com. Yep, they're all safe use podcasts too. Add to that, there's me social media links. So come by and say hi. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again. And I hope you'll join me on the Ned Nat Show soon. So until then, keep a smile on your face. Think positive and don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always greener on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, me lovelies. <laughs> the Ned Natter Show is written and presented by you, Ned Natter. The show is produced and recorded live in Florida, USA by Doris Billsborough. And the Ned Natter Show is managed and represented by Grace Windsor at Nexus Media. <laughs>